With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You're a mystical man. Lead us through sacred land. In the magic, the magic of life. You're a shaman that leads other people to Open to receive the magic like Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for joining us here on Go Within or Go Without Radio. I am your host, Daniel Gutierrez, and I am happy to be here with you today. I'll tell you, I took a little bit of a hiatus, a little bit of a break. A couple of weeks I was teaching in Sedona and, and Denver, uh, and so my life has been quite fast, and I didn't realize until I woke up this morning, today was Mother's Day. Um, as most of you know, my mother passed away a couple months ago, uh, and so a little nostalgic this morning. I want to say happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there, future, past, and present, and um, boy, I tell you what, um, the, the divine feminine, the world would not exist without the divine feminine, and just want to give um, a Mother Nature, Mother Earth, um, props, I guess, so to speak, for constantly keeping us alive, and then all of um, mothers, past, present, and future that bring us into this world. There clearly needs to be a, a bigger revolution of the feminine energy. I know it's headed that way, but damn it, it needs to speed up before we blow up. Anyway, so with that, I have a I have a wonderful uh, guest today. I'm so excited about being with her today because. We had a conversation a few weeks ago, and I think we could have probably talked for six hours, but we only have 30 minutes today, so we're going we're gonna to get up on it. Um, she works with healers and helpers who are busy helping others, uh, but we need that too, um, to help them find the challenge to make time for themselves. She does this through one-on-one coaching. Uh, she specializes in retreats and programs that allows them to embody peace so they can serve others without becoming depleted. Boy, I'm telling you, that's a big one. Her first book, Crazy World, Peaceful Heart, and Six Core Practices for Cultivating Joy and Resilience, is filled with simple and effective practices and inspiration. Uh, she works in a person or long-distance serving other, in person or in long-distance serving others and devoted to healing our world. Her reverence for life in all stages has inspired her to become the end-of-life doula. Wow. Assisting others to craft their legacy and die with folks. You can find her at heart of selfcare.com. We're going to talk more about that as we get going. She is offering a free download uh, called 10 Minutes to Claim Your Center. You just got to go to her website. Again, that's heartofselfcare.com. Sharon Rosen, welcome to the show. Daniel, thank you so much. Um, and I just, I love what you said um, as you were doing your intro about Mother's Day and the Divine Feminine and 
how much more it's needed and um, just the, the creative force that, that women carry um, and the, the healing yes. force that many women carry that, um, and men of course too, because we're all, you know, we all carry male and female energies. And so we just really need to, need to step it up big time. I, I agree with you a hundred percent on that. And, well, and um, I wasn't joking about well, if we don't hurry, we're going to blow up. <laughs> yeah, not, exactly. I mean, I mean, exactly. we're so in a, lot a very, more, you know, a very lot difficult place. Petition yep. and a lot more nurturance is really, really needed. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And it, it always reminds me, and I quote this a lot. I know people probably get tired of me hearing it, but that old Chinese <laughs> proverb that goes, I drank a cup of tea and stopped a war. I drank a cup Ooh. of tea and stopped a war. And, and it's really perfect for today's conversation about, you know, uh, we are already enough. But in order for us to do this, this, this idea of, of the divine feminine, this idea of love and compassion and understanding, it has to begin with you. It has to begin with Absolutely. me. It has to begin mm-hmm. with us. And, and that's why that, that, that proverb is so powerful, Sharon. I mean, I drank a cup of tea and I stopped the war. And I'm paraphrasing. Uh, but that, I've that's never heard that statement. one before. I have never yeah, heard that beautiful. one before. I love that because I, I am a tea person and I really believe in the power of just sitting quietly and mindfully with a cup of tea. That's beautiful. I love it. Well, that was perfect then. Well, and, and you know, because you do this work, that being mindful, and I, and I guess I want to just jump into that, you know, tell, for you and to our listeners, what does it mean to be mindful? What does it mean to have mindful awareness? Because that's really what we're talking about. I mean, a, a lot of people, by the way, um, and I, I didn't start it this way, but a lot of times I start my show by doing a little meditation around holding a cup of tea or holding a cup of coffee. Uh, and, and most people, I promise you, most people that are listening right now uh, drink their tea or coffee so fast that they never feel the warmth radiating from the cup mm-hmm. or the coolness if they're drinking cold tea. I mean, tell us about mindfulness. What is your What is your definition of mindful awareness? Yeah, well, it's it's paying attention to what's right in front of you at the moment. Um, so it it it's it's you know to me mindfulness or mindful awareness, which is really how I like to to phrase it. Um, you know, it's a word that you're you're hearing and seeing so much lately, but it's not yes. like another thing to do. <laughs> it's how you become present. And really attentive and engaged with whatever is either in front of you or, you know, if you're sitting to meditate, it's your breath or it's a mantra or a phrase or you're gazing at something. So for me, like the, you know, meditation over a cup of tea, it's not some altered state. It's just, wow, hot tea, steam is rising. (laughs) Seeing what what is looking really really taking in the the color and maybe you know how the depth of the color changes as the tea bag sits and steeps in the hot water. It's like you said, it's holding the cup. It's perhaps even tuning into wow somebody if it's a handmade <clears throat> mug, which I have a lot of because I have a couple of friends who are wonderful potters. You know, really kind of tuning into. Wow, clay came out of the earth. Somebody took clay out of the earth so I could have this mug. Somebody shaped the clay so I could have this mug. 
somebody fired the kiln so I could so it the more you can really be with focused awareness to me that's what mindfulness is <clears throat> it's focused awareness of whatever you're with right in the present moment and I and I often think of it as um like most of the time we're kind of riding on a on a runaway horse right and but if yeah. you pull in the reins uh-huh. a little bit pull in the reins a little bit and kind of settle the horse down, settle your mind down, settle your, um, you know, what are you attuning yourself to, and just be with what's right in front of you. That's it. Yes. Yeah, and you know, and, and I was just thinking while you were, you were just explaining this beautiful cup of tea, that there would be less people burning their tongue if they were mindful <laughs> of what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> Because when does that happen? When we put spilling, it, spilling we their, just put it their, straight to our their mouth. coffee yes. on their laptop, their book, and and also, yes. um, it's it's it, it's presence of mind. It's really generating presence of mind because there's so much you know we're in our heads all the time, and also bringing in more of the senses. So not some you know, just kind of shifting away from the mental chatter a little bit, and just really feeling you know warmth. You know, look up, look out yes. the window, age through your vision. So for me, it's it's a multi-sensory experience as well. No, I love that. And you said something I think is uh, bears repeating, and that is this: there's such a flavor of the month right now with business and TV, and uh, you see all these mindful words and awareness. And one of the things <laughs> that I was teaching in Denver uh, last weekend was to be careful of institutionalized spirituality. It's kind of an oxymoron because you can't do it, but it is being done. <laughs> yes. You know, there's no yes. guru, there's no yoga instructor, there's no minister, rabbi, there, no nobody does. This is a this is a an individual process. I do it for it, me and I do it my way. Right. right. It's an individual process, but I also think we're supported if we're lucky enough to have some level of community, I mean, I'm usually sitting and meditating by myself, but when I remember the seen or the known and the unknown beings, you know, whether it's somebody I once sat in, you know, a meditation retreat with or oh yeah, the beings on the other side that I often don't tune into because I'm just in my life. Like when you allow yourself to lean into that support of the fact that you're not just alone doing it. It's, so that's kind of paradoxical, right? It's like, right. Yes. You no, know, we, we, you know, or, or even guides like yourself or myself um, who help us to remember, you know, I, I have a, there's a line in my book, which at one time was the working title for it, which is we forget to remember that we know what we know. <laughs> Right, I like that. and so we, you know, in a way, we do need each other, and and you know, certain, you know, perhaps a teacher or a writer or a person like yourself who's running, you know, classes and retreats and and speaking on this wonderful blog talk radio show to help us to remember what's already inside of us. I like that. I, I want to ask you a question. I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to preface it by telling you this little story uh, uh, because the question is you know uh, how does slowing down help us because a lot of people have it backwards they think that the more I do the the the, the more I get done rather than less and yeah. I gotta tell you a little story I remember once um, hiring a coach this was early on in my career I hired this coach and after about oh I don't know a week I think she came to me and she said okay Daniel 
this is not working. I need you to go to the pool where you live and sit for a week. And I looked at her and I said, you must be out of your mind. I'm t- I, I hired you because I'm broke. I need to make money. And she says, go outside and sit at the pool. That's all she said. So she calls me the next day and she says, did you go outside and sit at the pool? I said, no. Well, this went on for five days. On the fourth day, she fired me. <laughs> she says, you're not, you're not listening. She kept my money, too. She, she says, you know what? You're not listening, and, and you're not doing what I'm asking you to do, and so um, you're fired. Well, the next day, I'm distraught. I'm going, not only did I get fired, I lost my money, you know? And mm-hmm. so um, I'm, I decided to do what she asked me to do, and I went out to the pool, and I sat for several hours. And the interesting thing that happened was, and I'll never forget this, is that, you know, I was having a really hard time closing business and making things happen. It was just amazing. The next day after doing this, kind of sitting down and really starting to get centered, I had a check in the in the mail for $8,000 from a customer wow. that I had talked to several weeks ago. I just didn't know. they. Were, I thought they weren't going to do business with me. And so it really taught me a lot. And so tell us your version of how slowing down actually is more productive than sometimes running around with your head cut off. Yeah. Oh, I love that story. That's so great. Um, (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, if, you know, think about it, it's when you're like rushing around that you like can't find your keys and you, you know, you're dropping things and you get out to the car and then you realize you didn't, you don't have something you needed. To me, when I'm, you know, when I have that energy or I hear somebody else who has that energy, I was just doing this with my husband. He's very busy right now, and um, he's going to have a, a, a little medical situation going on. Nothing serious, but it's going to have him, you know, not really able to work for, you know, a couple of weeks perhaps. And so he's feeling so under the gun, and I was just like, just stop. Like, can you just stop and, like, cut yourself for, like, a break, like, 10%, you know? Because he's so going, going, going. That's always my first piece of advice to somebody is to just stop. And again, it's this, it's this kind of stress response where we have to really tune into what's right in front of us and just be present for a moment. It's, it's. How can I say it? It's like you need some time to just come back to yourself to gain a little bit of perspective. Like I love that you sat at the pool for a few hours or, you know, you feel like you can't quite really take a vacation or go on retreat. But then when you get there and you have a chance to really drop in fully and realize how much you've been running and how exhausted you are, you start, you start to really let go of things on different levels that your nervous system just can't do if you're always running. And then becomes a little well, no, no. counterproductive. Productive, yeah. And, and, and I, the illusion I think that we have as human beings is that we're in control. <laughs> and well, I say illusion because oh, we're yeah. we're not. We're not in control. Right. We we think we are. And you're right. You get out on a retreat. I, I can't tell you how many times people I take to Peru. Once they get there, they're like. <sighs> It's almost like, you know, taking the first breath. They they take a big sigh and, and they just go, Wow and I said, Yeah, isn't it amazing that there's a world outside of the four walls you call your world? Yeah. That there's more there's so much more out there than you and know, 'cause we can get so 
so um, focused and so narrow-minded that we think that the world is the four walls of our home, and it's not. It's not even close. <laughs> right. It's like being really, really nearsighted. And then you put glasses on and you see, oh, my gosh, look at that beautiful bird in the distance. Look at that tree. Yes. Um, and, and and it takes, you know, it often takes layers and levels. I know there's, you know, the initial, like, getting out and arriving at wherever you're going. And then a lot of times I take, like, a weekend retreat because you know, I can do that a little more frequently than I can take a lot of time off. And it's just like the last morning when I'm like, oh, my nervous system has really downshifted in a different way than it did when I first arrived. It actually can take a while. Um, and I know, you know, with my, um, I, when somebody's like well, do long distance healing as well, but you know, when somebody is um, in my geographic region and I can get them on the table and do some hands-on um, energy work and healing. And I've been saying lately that everybody knows that they're all stressed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so stressed. And, until I'm sorry, but until kind of like the shit hits the fan, until something really happens, That's right. they get sick or they hurt themselves, they don't really stop. But I've been what I've been saying to people lately when they give me that, yeah, I know I'm so stressed, but they're not really going to do anything about it. I'm like, yeah, yeah and you get you. on the table for an hour, <laughs> and I can guarantee you that when you get off the table after just an hour of having some energy work and really releasing stuff, you're going to feel at least ten pounds lighter. And you're mm. going to look softer, and you're going to be able to go back into your busy day that you think you don't have that hour you can take. You're going to go back, and you're going to be more productive. You're going to be more focused because you're going to have let go of stuff you didn't even know you were carrying. Right. So let me ask yeah. you a question. The, the title of our or the topic, the title of our show is called "Who You Already Are Is Enough." Boy, don't people yeah. hear that? What do you What do you mean by that? I mean, how do we get? How do we understand that? I mean, we're always seeking to find validation from the outside. Yes, people, places, and we're and all, and we're also trying to fix ourselves or fix something about ourselves. So, for those of us who are on a path of growth and self improvement, and um, you know. Uh, spiritual awakening it's wonderful it's necessary i think you know as humans i think it's a beautiful wonderful thing i've been on this path myself for a long time but it can also turn into opportunities to not feel good about yourself and feel like you're never quite yes. doing enough or being enough and kind of it then it turns into like so instead of self improvement or self awareness it turns into self flagellation so, it's, you know, it's an interesting thing that we're all running around trying to find enlightenment, but the truth is we just need to really wake up to the fact that we're already there, yeah. you know, and and, and no, approach the, 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 the ways we want to learn and grow, approach it from a place, that's why I call my business heart of self-care, heart of self-care, not, oh, my God, I need to lose 15 pounds because I look like crap, it's like, Oh, it would feel so much better for me in my body, and I'd feel more free if I could lose some weight. Let me love myself into that. Yes, love yourself first. Yeah. Love yourself first. Otherwise, you're going to self-sabotage. Not, not when you get to the and, wherever and, the there is. 
Yeah, whatever there yeah. is. Yeah, right. I mean, it's like. So let's give the listeners. Can you tell us a practice that that they that the listeners can do a simple one that they can do to love themselves to get mindful. What are some of the things you do? I mean, can you share one with them and and, and give them something they can do right after the show? Yeah, yeah. One thing that I really love to um, to share with people, and there's there's so many, but um, is to place one hand on your lower abdomen. You're, you're in Chinese medicine, that's really the, the seat and the center of your being. And one hand yep. on your heart or on your chest. And really tune in to the, the core of your being, the fact that you are really always connected and supported by the earth. And also always connected and drawing from above, whatever you want to call that, the, the, the ethers the heavens, the Essence, you know, God, the, the greater universe. energy. You can say God on the show. Universe. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, what's that? So you can say God on the show. It's all good. <laughs> uh, yeah, God, whatever. Right? Whatever. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God ever come to be like a bad word, but um, but some people get very know, triggered by it. But you know, it's whatever yeah, is yeah, the I agree. creative creative spark that has us it's, all being alive rather than being dead, and that keeps you know yeah. the leaves growing. I live on the East Coast, and it's finally spring and everything's green and growing and blossoming and it's phenomenal this energy happens every year and we're a part of that so to really just connect in and also connecting into your heart you know our hearts have an intelligence of their own they actually have like a brain and a a nervous system of their own and so the more we can really tune into our hearts and kind of expand and blossom that energy and that wisdom that resides there it's a really helpful thing to just drop down into the heart so that's that's one of my favorite practices is stop one hand on the abdomen one hand on the I like heart that. breathe and just become really present to yourself and the fact that you're held and you're connected and your heart is really ultimately has a lot more a different kind of wisdom you know, we right. need our brains to figure out how to do things and make things, but we need our heart wisdom to remind us of that we're already enough and how good we are. Are enough. Thank you for saying that. We are enough. Yeah. Period. Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. End Get of over show. It. End of show. End of the, that's right. right. End of the show. That's right. That's it. That, we said it all. There's nothing else to say. Get over it. Love yourself first. I love it. So um, tell us about this um, free 10-minute uh, Calm Your Center thing you're offering. Folks, go to her website, heartofselfcare.com. It doesn't say uh, www.mindselfcare. Um, it doesn't say ego. So it says heartselfcare.com. Uh, I'm confuse the hell out of everybody, but – Exactly. Anyway, so tell us about exactly. this 10-minute thing. What's this, what's, this, what's this 10-minute thing you have that's, that it's, you're giving um, Well, and I just recently changed the name of it, and it just now says Stress Relief Starts Here. Download your free meditation. Um, it's, a, it's me guiding people through a very basic mindfulness meditation. So just like we were talking about, just becoming present, Good. becoming aware, not engaging with your thoughts. You know, people, I would imagine most of your listeners are fairly savvy and have some 
meditation experience, but I also know a lot of people, when I teach meditation or I talk about it, they say, oh, yeah, I tried it once and I couldn't fill my mind. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't empty I my mind once. of thoughts. I'm like, no, it. that's not, it's, it's not about magically emptying your mind of thoughts. It's about how are you, you know, you have your point of focus, which is usually the breath, the movement of the breath and really tuning into it. And then when you notice a thought, you simply note thinking and bring yourself back. It's almost like a, it's a, it's a training. You don't engage with the thoughts. You don't beat yourself up for having them. You know, you don't add thoughts to thoughts like, oh, my God, I can't believe I've been sitting for 10 minutes and I can't stop thinking. You just go, oh, oh, look, I'm thinking, look, my mind is doing that thing it does so well. Create thoughts. <laughs> thinking, okay, but right now I'm meditating. I'm going to just keep coming back to my breath. It's very simple, not necessarily easy, and so powerful when it's engaged with on a regular basis because it really helps you learn how to trust yourself and to not take all your thoughts so seriously. Really helpful. Yeah. I don't know what the number is, Sharon. You may know, but it's 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 astronomical, the number of thoughts we have a day. 50,000 to 100,000 thoughts a day. That's, yeah, that's exhausting. It's, it's, it's an astronomical number. I don't remember what it is either, but, but I've seen huge. it. It's up there. Huge. It's crazy. It's like 50,000 or 100. I mean, just to read the number, I'm going, no wonder I'm tired all the time. Yeah. You know, exactly. my mind is but constantly going. It's constantly going. However, when you notice those like hamster wheel thoughts, you know, those circuitous kind yes. of, so, oh, I can't believe I said that. Why did I say that? Like, wow. Like, if after all these years of meditating and teaching meditation, I'm human, my mind does that. But when I can catch myself, and that's the power, that's the that's when meditation happens. It's the moment that you catch yourself and you just kind of go, oh, look, I'm so human. My mind is really good at doing that. Wow. Unhook. There you go. Yeah, unhook. Good stuff. Uh, we're we're at the end of our show. Can you believe it? It's been fast. Anything you want the listeners to take away from, from this morning? I know it's quick. Anything you want them to walk away with? What's the one nugget that you would love them to have this Mother's Day? Mm. Um, really cut yourself a break as much as you can. Mm-hmm. We're all trying mm-hmm. so hard and mostly doing really well and just – be really, really kind. I'll, I'll just quickly quote one of my favorite teachers, Sylvia Borstein. She says, you know, life is so difficult. How can we be anything but kind? So just be really mm. kind to yourself. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Sharon, for being on the show today. I appreciate who you are, what you do. Folks, go get this um, this free uh meditation it's at heartofselfcare.com um also just you know if you uh happen i guess you, can i get your book on amazon crazy world peaceful heart six core practices yeah, the, cultivating joy and res, resilience yeah the book is on amazon it's also on my website and actually right now i have a Perfect. special on the book page uh only a dollar 99 to download the e book version go, go get, get it a dollar 99 it's like crazy yeah. Get it for yourself. Get it for your mom. Get it for somebody. It's Mother's Day. Be nice. All right. Thank you so much, folks. It's been a great uh, show today. Next week, going to have a gentleman by the name of Leonard 
Perlmutter, and he wrote a book called The Heart and Science of Yoga. Uh, this this guy's like an um, it's a book it's an empowering of self care program for a happy joyful life. It is this is an amazing uh, book. I'm so glad to have a copy of it. Um, and so join us next week, and then the week after that we have David Jackson. So. We're going to have a full month before I take off. For those of you that may be still interested in traveling to Peru next month, you can still make it. If not, we'll be going in July with an extension to the Amazon. We're actually going to go to the Amazon. I mean, folks, think, look at it this way. We're going to fly into Iquitos. We're going to take a ferry down the Amazon River for a couple of hours. Then we're going to get in a canoe for a couple of hours. And then we have to walk for a couple of hours to get to where we're going. This is like... You know, you're going to wake up with monkeys and sloths and snakes, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> anyway, go to my website, danielgutierrez.com, and you'll find it. Uh, anyway, have a beautiful, blessed day. And if no one has said today, let me be the first or the last to say I love you. You're Open to receive the magic of life. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.